I think people would just be absolutely amazed at that people were actually doing that. And every hedge fund manager I spoke to, everybody I spoke to said, what? You're kidding me. They now have to keep printing or we crash. We've got this ticking time bomb. Talking gold with the one and only Andrew McGuire. Welcome to Live from the Vault. Welcome to Live from the Vault. This is Shane Moran and I'll be your host for this episode. We've got a very exciting episode, but just before we get started from the entire uh, team worldwide, as you can imagine, uh, the vault is growing very, very fast. Our community keeps on growing and we just want to take a second to thank you for your continued support. Uh, there's a lot of talk during this historic times and Andrew McGuire is in the house. He's going to be talking gold, but today we have some very exciting guests all the way from Panama. We have our very own Martin Aguilar, Head of Operations, Latin America, and currently in the region. And Andrew is going to be talking to the CEO of Atlas Group, Alejandro Captanakis. He is the CEO of Atlas Group, which is a leading Panama-based vaulting provider, broker, and trading hub, and new Kinesis partner. We're very, very excited for this interview. But just before we begin, Carlos Leo, who is the general manager at La Atlas Group, just wants to say a few words. So Carlos, over to you. Thank you all. Uh, this is uh, the instruction in Panama for Atlas Group. Uh, present you Alejandro Capetanakis, our CEO of our corporation. That's the corporation that we have in Panama, Atlas Vault, the um, Atlas Broker in Peru, and Santorum in Costa Rica. So that's Atlas Group. We are very excited to be having Martin Aguilar here from Kinesis, Andy, and everyone, and see all from Ground Zero here in Panama and Latam. Be ready for all the things that we are coming back, uniting Kinesis and Atlas Group. Thank you. It's really nice to come and have a glimpse of what we're doing there. It's our 13th vault, Kinesis vault. And uh, really looking forward to, um, to really catching up a little bit here. And, and I'm obviously really intrigued about this, this, um, this move into um, Latin America because, you know, there's so much to talk about. We're talking about inflation. We're talking about, I mean, you guys are, are the absolute oracles of, of what that's all about. And um, uh, so I met Alexandra yesterday. Uh, um, I've met Martin before, and Martin's been uh, obviously with Kinesis a long time. And uh, and I think uh, looking forward to speaking to both of you, all three of you guys. But uh, Martin, at one point when we talked once before, you blew my mind. And, and I know we want to talk about the, the vaults and etc. But you blew my mind on one something. And when you said to me that the, that people hold their assets in casino chips because they are so desperate to um, to try and tackle inflation um, can you can you just kind of run us through that and and I think people would just be absolutely amazed at that people were actually doing that and every hedge fund manager I spoke to everybody I spoke to said what you're kidding me so please tell us about it Martin hi Andy nice to meet you again I'm I blew your mind but it's not getting better you know Things during the pandemic were really tough here in the region. Just imagine for you, central countries with some problems. Just imagine here. Uh, it's been it's been quite a journey. This almost 24 months. Just imagine Argentina and Brazil, for example. The 100% of the GDP is there. 
10% of the GDP is deficit. No, and, and you have countries as Panama, El Salvador, Peru, Ecuador, Argentina, Mexico, really suffering. Uh, I was reading the other day, almost 300 million people under poverty of almost 700 million people in the region. We are talking here about the massive destruction of the wealthiness of the people since 1950 that we, we didn't been hit by such a crisis. So believe me, tough time here. Inflation rates are in the sky. Some countries are like around 60%. Other can the average is 10. Unemployment around 10%. Um, what can I tell you, Andy? It's getting even worse than we chat like a year and a half ago. And, you know, governments are trying to help people, but they're printing, printing and printing. Uh, medical staff, uh, subsidies, transportation, energy, food. Uh, you can even imagine the impact of COVID-19 here in the region. What you've just you've just touched on some very important things here, and and I think what 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 really amazes me is that when we have this evidence in front of us that you you guys are a testament to to what's going on, and yet we have this blinkered world um, in the U.S., which is a neighbor, a close neighbor, um, who completely miss what's coming. This is coming to everybody. What you've just discussed is actually not just obviously Latham centric. This is global. We're kind of heading into the whole global economy is heading into what you've just discussed. So I thank you for, for drawing attention. And you mentioned, was it, I can't think it was Alexandra mentioned yesterday that, that, um, that, that, that uh, people don't understand how close America is to Panama. Uh, could, could you expand on that a bit, Alexandra? Yeah, one of the things that people don't realize is uh, we're actually from Miami. We're, as, we're closer to Panama than we are to New York City. And in, from Texas, we're, just, we're, about, we're probably closer than, than a flight to New York. So that's one of the, the benefits of Panama. Uh, another thing that most Americans don't realize is there's an enormous amount of Americans living and retiring in Panama. And the reason is that the cost of living up to now had been a lot less than in the United States. But as we're touching on now, the watering down of the currency of the U.S. dollar is having an effect on all of Latin America and the world, but it's having an effect on the places that deal with the dollar. And most people don't realize that uh, Panama uses the US dollar as its, as its official currency. There is no other currency. They call it a Balboa, but it's, you don't come in here and exchange any money. You come in here with dollars and spend dollars and everything is, is officially the US dollar. Now, when you do that, it's great and it's convenient. However, the, the fact is that every time the U.S. creates more money, every time the U.S. goes into its deficit spending, the people that are furthest away from the original creation of the money are the ones that feel the most of the inflation first. 
And that's what I that people are finding, especially here in Panama. They're finding it in in South America and Central America. It's happening all over because the dollar is beginning. It, the effect is always furthest away. And as you just said earlier, Americans haven't really realized yet what the effect is and will be of the dollar creation that will float back, maybe in the tsunami form, back to the United States. But no one's going to get out of this uh, without feeling the pain. This is why I'm so excited about this, this union that we have now. The fact is that by creating a network, an ecosystem, eco-economy here, an ecosystem of, of of gold storage and now the convertibility to get around. See, what we're doing now is that is to get past the, the desperation of the poker chip and, and actually creating something that people can can spend and use for their benefit, which I, I'm very excited about because this is something that's important to get around what's being done to our currency. The thing is, what you've just mentioned is is the the exchangeability factor. It's the, I mean, obviously you can't run around with a bar of silver. You can't run around with a bar of, of gold. Uh, it, it's dangerous and, and it wouldn't work and, and you can't be sawing bits off. But, you know, obviously this kinesis solution for you, um, for Latin America rather, uh, is, in, and, and, and that you see this vision and you see this connection now, um, so far ahead of the game. And I think that this is going to bring uh, a currency better than anything, any other solution possible um, and enable also for one of what's close to my heart is the fact that we are dealing in physical, physical, physical. And it's so important. Uh, and I think we've just done a show Absolutely. about physical versus paper and the evaporation of paper. And the, and the exit of Basel III, how that's, that's actually now transiting the paper gold away because we're going to see central banks wanting a higher gold price ultimately. And, and I think right now what you're doing is so important. And, and another aspect, which I think Martine had mentioned to me once before, this massive social aspect to it as well. You, you, you're touching people who are underbanked, who have no bank, and you're bringing this to them. Well, there's no bank in, there's no interest in these, in these people. There's no interest. And, and the banking system has become so restrictive that a lot of people are edged out of the banking system. And, you know, you have people in Colombia that, that can't even get close to a bank. And yet they have the ability, they have businesses, they, they want to start businesses and they want to be able to transact. But you have, one of the things that I, you know, I, I see that uh, the experts are always talking about it. So you, yourself when you're when you're giving your, inf your the information that you share. It's all it's all very important and very good. But one of the things that we miss with with all of the economic expertise is that no matter how smart you get with economics, no matter how well you do economically, if you don't take into consideration the political implications and what happens politically you can end up losing everything you have and and that happens all the time and in in south america it's a way of life so if you don't consider 
you can if you invest properly, if you read all the, the charts and you know exactly what to do, but you don't take in consideration the politics, you can end up being in very hot water. You, you can lose everything you have. And that's something that we need to start thinking about all the time. And that's why it's always called a plan B. You need a you need a plan B. And a plan B is one, start looking into going to a place, a jurisdiction that's safe, uh, keep your money where you can control it, have control over your funds, and, and two, have the ability, which is what we now have with Kinesis, to convert that into something that you can do and spend. That is critical because that gets you wherever you need to go. That gives you freedom. That gives you control over your money. And I think that is important. And I, the reason that this, that we created this vault is that we wanted people, individuals, to say, we can't be the central bank, but we can try to be a central bank. We can be our own central bank. You can have your savings in something that doesn't evaporate. Have your savings in something that you can hold in your hand. And, even, and when you do that, you can then, then convert it through the new technology that we have through the blockchain and Kinesis and actually have power. That to me is incredible. That is, that is a freedom that I think we all have to cherish and we need to get people to understand that. That's freedom. And as you say, you know, to me, whether it's, a, whether it's a gram, an ounce or a ton, you are your own central bank at that point. You have taken the responsibility and it's about taking responsibility for ourselves and the ability to take responsibility for ourselves and that's something that people in latin america you, you this is a hardened people you know to me you know this is people who have suffered and had to be extremely resourceful and then we look over just across the border and we see a very pandered a pampered country and 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 I have a lot of American friends who are not that way but I mean but basically and and because everyone we deal with is is into gold and silver so really are taking responsibility but there's a lot of people who just rely on on the government to do everything and I think uh, this is one of the things that, that I think uh, people don't understand very much about where we're headed, where the U.S. is headed. They're headed right into what you've been experiencing. The, I think you're, you're better to talk about this than I am, but right, the, the GDP, the, the federal debt to the, G, to the GDP is 128%. Right now, it's 128%. What does that mean historically? Historically, doesn't that usually mean that things have to collapse at that point? I, I don't know. I'm not an economist, but that scares me. Um, that really, this is a huge divide. And, um, and I think uh, as inflation starts to erode uh, and as money printing continues in the US, in Europe, in, uh, globally, um, already the smart people are into gold and silver. And I can see why Atlas Vaults is so important and um, why you've located it where you are. And you've explained, uh, you know, why you have located it there. It's, it's a very, very vibrant and stable place to be in. And I think uh, the people in South America, they know that because they come, and again, it's a very short trip for them. And they all seem to use this stability to offset whatever may happen in their country. 
because they're used to things happening overnight. People in Argentina are used to waking up and knowing that half of their bank account has disappeared because their economy has changed, because they're, they, they keep printing their money and things just evaporate. And Americans have been blessed and benefited by the fact that uh, we, they, have for, they have created the, Euro, the, um, the petrodollar. And because the petrodollar was the world currency, the American people don't realize that they've been benefiting from other people suffering from inflation because the American government kept printing. Once that stops, once the rest of the world decides, and it's happening, by the way, it's going to happen. Once they say we are not going to, we're not going to use the dollar to buy pet, to buy oil, or the dollar will not be the world currency, a tsunami is coming back to the United States, and that's why we're seeing smart money uh, exchanging their debasing dollars rapidly, debasing dollars for physical. And and you know we deal with um, people all over the world, and and the most the common question I get, and some of have got billionaire clients that simply say, well, what do I do with my money? I, you know, and, and I think it, it is really, you know, you, you must be buying anything tangible, gold, silver, forest, land, you know, these kind of things are tangible, are real, and they all interact together. They're all part of the same thing because you can't print them. And, and I think uh, this is why it's so important that we're trying to really trying to wake up Wake up, people. Give you a head a shake, guys. This is happening. The reason that what you guys are, you're telling a story of something that is coming. You're actually showing where we're going to be, where, um, where the U.S. is going to be, where the globe is going to be, into this kind of situation where you will wake up like Martin does on, on one morning. And it's not just a bail-in. It's your money is just being debased by a thousand percent in some instances. What do you do? Would you... Is somebody going to help feed you? No, you better take responsibility. I, I lived. I had an. I lived the experience in Greece. I was in Greece in uh, around uh, twenty. Uh, I think it was twenty fourteen. And in twenty fourteen, it was just after the cri the the height of the crisis. And in that situation, people don't realize that there was a big experiment where they took away people's money, people's bank accounts. Half, you know, they, they called it haircuts. Everybody took a haircut. But then they, what they don't realize that happened there is that, that people's credit cards, people's debit cards, everything was stopped. And they, and they had something they called it capital control. And, and you say things that you can touch. Uh, when I was there, everybody was trying to get rid of their money in the bank. They said, we, this, is, this is destroying us. We don't even know what we're going to have tomorrow in the in the bank. Now, Martin could probably probably he knows about this experience because they have they do it in Argentina. People at that time, they were told you can't take out more than, I think, two hundred dollars a week from your bank account in Greece. But there was one exception. They were they were told you can't take out more. I think in, in some cases, I think at one point it was fifty dollars or fifty euros a week. And it, the, the only exception they created was you can take out your money to purchase land. And guess what happened? Everybody started taking out everything they could afford and taking it out and buying farmland wherever they could. 
They were buying it, and it, it didn't matter if they needed it. They just wanted to own it. And I, I can't use gold as an example because in some of these countries, and I, I believe Greece is one of them, you can't freely buy gold. You can't freely buy gold in Italy unless you're a jeweler. They, there are restrictions in the independent individual country, but they could buy land, and that's what they did. And that's touching on what you say. You have to find the things that are going to be your, under your control, things that don't evaporate. That's your key. And, and that's why I'm so excited that with Kinesis, we not only have that, but then we have the ability to have that conversion and, and use the, the Kinesis ability to take the value of that gold and, and transfer it into a spendable commodity, something that you can actually have power with. That's key. And I think that's going to open up uh, opportunities for people that never, that can't even get bank accounts in some places and, and actually give them individual freedom. And I think that's wonderful. And that's that we're, we're noticing that in already in Indonesia with our relationships with the government there, where there's something like 300 million, un, you know, pe uh, people and, and the 60, 70 percent of people are underbanked because they live in a rural area. And, and so really in, 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 in your in Latin America, I mean, there must be a very similar situation um, and uh, where where people are. There must be a huge underbanked. Um, population. I would say I, I, I would say that it, it could be as high uh, in some countries. It's as high as eighty percent. Wow! There is a great need in South America, and in, and even in the U.S., it's easy to get a bank account. But try and get a bank account outside of the U.S. anywhere else, and it's it's not easy. It's a very big deal to get a bank account. And, and this is one of the beauties of, of the of the Kinesis system. And this is one of the what, what excites me about what you're doing there and how you can bring uh, these solutions to everybody. There isn't anyone that wouldn't qualify for this who, who, who is a who is a legitimate real person. And, and you don't have to have uh, massive financials to qualify. You just need to be a real person that, that you can KYC and say you exist. And there you are. You can have your bank account. You can use gold and silver. You get a. You actually get rewarded for the use of that. And and it is local South America. It's local Panama. It's 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 on a continent which they understand and know. And uh, so yeah, I think this is a, a great solution. And the one thing that did, did strike me constantly is the value that everyone puts on gold and silver. As you say, 5,000 years of history, and especially if anyone understands it, it's people in Latin America. Well, you know, there, I, I, I also can tell you there, there are examples in, even in, in, in Colombia, the, the people, people have seen inflation go through the roof. Uh, it's, it's four to one right now to the dollar. And one of, one of the things that, that, that people don't understand is that these these changes happen uh, to to people in general in in a very quick way and and money seems to geometrically become less valuable as the as the days pass and if we if we look at the inflation rates that actually do exist um, 
one of the, we're not looking at a lot of truth these days. If we look at the actual inflation rate that was calculated by the real numbers in 1980, that, that we used in the United States in 1980, the way everything was calculated, our inflation rate is almost 16%. If we if we go by if we go by the old calculations that were you know where you actually calculated your food your energy you know it doesn't what does it matter if you take out the most important things to figure out what inflation is because you're dealing with that every day what's going to happen um, in the future of money in Latin America and 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 what are you, what what is the solution that we're, that we have to offer. I think as you probably, you, you might be on the same boat on this with me, um, anything that's using either the dollar or the euro is going to end up in, in a very high inflationary spiral. And I, and I believe that uh, they're losing control out of this very quickly. I think the central banks are losing control. I, I think the more they print, the more they, they make political solutions. It's always politically convenient to say, well, we can't afford it, but let's make some more. As this gets worse and worse, people are going to end up getting, uh, there's going to be a lot of pain, a lot of, a lot of, a lot more hunger because people can't afford to buy food. They won't be able to uh, run their cars. Things are going to get very, very expensive for people very quickly. And I believe the solutions that we have are using the blockchain technology to get away from what they do. We can't stop them. I, I, we don't have the power to stop them. We can't tell the central bankers to stop doing what they do. But we can, we can actually, and I think you've talked about this a lot, we can, we can kind of follow what they do in secret. They, they buy gold. You've been talking about that. They, they force the banks to buy gold. Banks are supposed to, uh, with now the, the basil, uh, it was a basil that's, that's now coming into effect. They're, they're making them stop using paper and they're, they're going to make them back up what they do. Well, that should tell you a lot. That tells you what they consider valuable. Central banks never stopped using gold. And, and the fact that they're buying gold and they've been buying gold, the fact that China... And, and Russia and India have always been building up their gold reserves should tell you this is something that you should try to do yourself. Just pretend to be a central bank. Follow what they do, not what they say. And if we do that, if we can do that, we have, our, we have the ability to at least withstand what will happen because the storm will come. Yeah, and, and you, you said it yourself, Alessandro. This is actually all about taking personal responsibility and, and not leaving it to someone else. And what we're doing here is what I can see what you're doing here is you now taking this, the gold and silver, digitizing it, put it on the blockchain, getting it into the hands of every single individual person. And two things happen immediately. It's not paper. This is physical. It's being stored in a very safe place in your vaults. And it can be then digitized and used uh, as money. 
And then as you use that money, what you're doing is the more people that use it means buying more physical, which in, in a sense is doing the great thing because it's bringing more, more physical into the vault, away from the banks. It forces, in, in, in a beautiful way, it forces the, the real value of gold to be, uh, to be achieved and, and to be discovered. What is the real price of gold? It sure as hell isn't 1800 bucks. Wow. It is, when you weigh it up against all the things you've just discussed, it should be, if you divided American debt into, you're talking tens of thousands an ounce. Now, we're not saying it's going to tens of thousands of an ounce tomorrow, but what we're saying is a real value, to establish a real value for gold, we need to eliminate the paper. And by you taking this product and taking... Uh, gold, putting it on the blockchain, using the kinesis, getting it into people's hands. And it, what it does is actually force paper out of the system and force physical into our hands. And each and every one of us can take personal responsibility. And that's what I love about what you're doing. And you have a safe, secure place for people to come to. And Martin, um, it, it, maybe some final words for my friend? Let me tell the community, a lot of new good things are coming up next. A lot of work behind the scene with different companies, banks, institutions, government level, a lot, lot of new members into the community. I'm really happy to be here in Panama. The boat is amazing. Uh, we are gonna be able to receive physical for wherever they want to send that physical, but for sure, this is gonna be such a good thing for Latin America that I can, the community can even imagine. So thanks, thanks very much, Alex, for your support and for your confidence. And we are ready to start. Really happy. And having met your team yesterday, uh, Carlos as well, and 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 everybody, uh, you know, I'm full of confidence that uh, this is this is the powerhouse. This is the next. This is where my focus is. I'm watching you guys now. This is this is exciting stuff. Why? Andy, thank you, and, and I hope that uh, one of these days you can come here and uh, and actually view the view the vault and come and, and spend time. I'm with coming. Us. I'm definitely coming, guys. Thanks, Andy, for everything. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I want to just take a second here to thank everyone for your contribution today to make this show exceptional. And there you have it. That's all we have for you today for another fascinating episode of Live from the Vault. Uh, please help us spread the word about this channel by liking and sharing. It really helps the channel when you do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe. And as usual, click on that bell if you'd like to be notified as each episode goes live. So with that, we'll see you next time on Live from the Vault. See you then.